Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning, everyone. It's morning. <laughs> that explains why I'm so groggy. Uh, exactly. Um, yeah, it's one of those uh, time zone things. Yeah. But. Um, we we had a we had a little heart to heart last night about all right because those of you who knows we're in Clearwater, Florida right mm -hmm. now, and um, you know we're already thinking ahead because uh, we're we we're just kind of testing it out and and uh, we have a lease until February first, mm -hmm. so it's like well what do you want to do? And uh, we also those of you know us know that we were in Durango, Colorado over the holiday weekend and um and we really love it there and so we it's it, it's mountain time zone we're in Salt Lake right now and so it's the same time zone and we we were like so do we like change it to 9 a.m. mountain or do right. we keep it at 9 a.m. eastern cuz that's like still 2 hours we we typically yeah so. right yeah, we're we'll, we'll be figuring that out. It's um, <laughs> it's a bit of an adjustment by time zones, but uh, we appreciate everybody hanging in yeah. here with us. And our some mornings our voices are a little more gravelly, and I think that'll be yeah. true this morning. <laughs> so we had a wonderful um night last night. We celebrated uh, the fact that uh, it was three years ago yesterday that Michelle and I met. So uh, we had a nice dinner out. And yeah. took the opportunity to celebrate. And some of you uh, joined us in celebrating on Facebook. Thank you for that. But uh, today. I wanted to share a story that I've I've shared with dealers um, here and there over the years, kind of when it comes up in the context of marketing um, and and advertising. You know, I've shared this story. It's a it's a very real story from True my story. own uh, yeah my own uh, direct experience, both as a consumer and at one point as a salesperson who competed with this operation across town. And uh, so, yeah, I think there's a really important lesson in this. And uh, so I think it's, uh, it's good to know that um, it's good to know these stories because, you know, I'm in my late fifties and that means that I was a car buyer um, in the eighties, you know, I was mm -hmm. buying my first cars in the eighties and, and nineties. Uh, and this is about the time that this, uh, this story about Lynn Hickey Dodge, this dealership yeah. fired up. Well, and, and, um, I was a little younger. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember seeing, I didn't even live in the area that he was in, but I remember seeing like news spot or something that had something to do with evil Knievel. Yeah. Yeah. A, there you go. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's for, for our younger listeners, you're gonna have to do a quick Google search of who evil Knievel is, but, um, yeah, he was, uh, you know what do they call him? Uh, a daredevil he yeah was the, the guy who you know jumped over cars in las vegas and over uh, a gorge he jumped over the snake river canyon and yeah. a rocket a makeshift it, rocket kind of thing oh my goodness yeah, yeah. crazy crazy yeah. stuff so uh, you can yeah so he I don't, fit with lynn hickey yeah so yeah uh -huh. evil knievel has more broken bones than you know most of us have bones but um uh -huh. anyway he's uh so he's part of the story but i think the part that i i want people to understand is kind of the I, I, the best way I know to explain it is that this car dealer was like car dealer meets P.T. Barnum mm -hmm. or, you know, a, a circus kind of character. And they definitely created a circus kind of environment mm -hmm. and it worked. And I want to be clear right up front. I'm not 
advocating that people necessarily, you know, try to become a circus environment in their business, but you can still take bits and pieces yeah. of the Lynn Hickey Dodge story and be able to apply that to your own business and yeah. in, in marketing and principles, sales. not exact actions. Yeah. But yeah. So for those of you who just want to decide whether you want to stay tuned and hear the Lynn Hickey Dodge story, uh, one of the things I used to hear about them, and I used to work with a salesperson who wore jewelry from the time when they were at their peak. And he said, when, um, when they were doing their high volume, they used to have 80 salespeople on the floor on a Saturday morning and they would line them up and anybody that wanted one could get a shot of vitamin <laughs> B12. I don't know that that's like, I, it's mm, hard to believe. Isn't that's it? hard to believe, but I, yeah, There's, there, I'm just getting started on the hard to believe stuff. <laughs> So, yeah, so I just, I think it's an important thing to understand about <laughs> this particular operation. So, so let me back up and kind of tell you, maybe it helps to understand a little geography. This is Oklahoma City um, in the, in the 80s. I don't know when they started. I know that I personally bought a car there somewhere around 88, 89. Mm -hmm. Crazy experience as a car buyer. It's crazy. Um, other thing they used to do was this. Have you ever visited a dealership where you pulled up to like a, a kiosk, uh, not a kiosk, but a little, you know, check-in gate like you would at a military gate? No. You pull up to a gate like that, a little, um, and, and there's an attendant and they let you in and tell you where to park. And then there's tire shredders. You don't get back like, out. Like at the airport. Like at the airport when you return your rental car. There are tire shredders. So you don't get back out without somebody's permission. Literally at a car dealership. <sighs> So, wow. so it was nuts. Okay. So, um, they had, they, they had a circus like atmosphere balloons. Um, they used to do, People I remember must one have really guys. enjoyed the experience or they wouldn't. Well, yes. I mean, I think coming. that was a curiosity thing. It was mm -hmm. like the circus. Well, I'm going to see the circus. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so take the kids. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they have great they deals have on popcorn. cars. Yeah. So you can also do a Google search of a guy named Tom Park. So Tom Park was their TV personality, good looking guy who maybe at that time, I think later definitely had his own marketing company because I saw Tom Park on TV uh, stations mm -hmm. all over that part of the U.S. Um, throughout the 90s and maybe even in the 2000s. So if anybody can, knows that story and can tell me, uh, you know, what's still Tom Park may still be out there. Uh, he's probably coloring his hair by now if he's still out on uh, on TV. But, you know, he was really great as a TV personality. And then Lynn Hickey Dodge himself was a cowboy type, 10-gallon hat. I mean, really not too far from the Matt Dillons and John Wayne kind of characters. And when he would walk through the dealership, he was just this bigger-than-life character and was really just um, – you know, imagine a scenario. So first I got to take you back to the, the car dealership. It was nothing special. The building was nothing special, good sized building, but you know, this, we're talking about Dodge and Chrysler products in the eighties. Okay. Mm -hmm. People weren't selling Dodge and Chrysler products in the eighties. This was a probably pre Lee, Lee Iacocca. This is a, you know, about the time maybe he's coming in, but that was, this was not a hot product. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when they used to, their dealership again was nothing special, but when you visited their dealership, you felt like you're more like walking into a, um, like a county fair, like the concessions area at a county fair where they have, have the long eight foot tables lined up, you know, mm -hmm. in rows of eight foot tables. That was more the experience of the atmosphere. So in essence, when people arrived, they knew they were like, this is, yeah, we're, we're 
It's, gonna, a, it's, it's an a, afternoon activity. Let's go. Yeah, and Let's it's a cars. little like herding cattle. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's a, you know, and so here's this cowboy character. And keep in mind, again, I was there buying a car in the '80s, and I'm sitting at a table, and and this cowboy, you know, this tall cowboy with this huge hat walks through, and he'd step over to a table and talk to a salesperson. The salesperson said, well, you guys working there? And well, we're working a Dodge Dynasty. And she said, where are you at? And he said, well, a c- customer would like to be about you know, $15 a month lower on their payment. And he said, go ahead and do the deal. 15, drop their payment $15 and do the deal. And he'd walk on to the next table and he'd talk to the salesperson and, you know, where are we at with this mm-hmm. thing? It was just, it was nuts. I mean, you just don't see that kind of stuff mm-hmm. anymore for sure. But it and, made people love them that much more. Well, sure. yeah, it was just, they created, this is the part that I think is hard to have people understand. And the reason I tell the story is that they created this. If you can ever create what you might call a buying frenzy, most of us understand the word frenzy from a shark frenzy, you know, a feeding frenzy. If you think about a buying frenzy, they created it at Lynn Hickey Dodge. Now, again, I'm not saying that, you know, we're in the buy here, pay here business. We have buy here, pay here dealers out there. They're mostly small. They're selling, you know, 20 to 30 cars a month and mm-hmm. some of them sell hundreds. But, but Lynn Hickey Dodge, somewhere around 1995, maybe 94, sold 2000 cars. I think the number is actually like 2,200 cars in a single month, in a single location. They used to get on the TV and they did live. They were the one of the first ones I saw doing infomercial style live TV. Mm-hmm. It may also help to understand that Oklahoma city is the center of the state of Oklahoma and it's the largest market. It had, you know, the major TV stations. So when Lynn Hickey Dodge went on Oklahoma City TV live, he was reaching every corner of Oklahoma and most highways in Oklahoma lead to Oklahoma City. So that Mm -hmm. could have been a factor. I'm not sure, but certainly. Didn't hurt. (laughs) No, it didn't hurt. And their ad style. So so imagine now you got uh, Tom Park coming on your TV, almost every TV break. You know, they spent no telling how much money on TV even back then. Every TV break, basically, there was a live spot. Tom Park is out there walking in front of the cars. And he said, folks, come see us. We've got not one, not two. We've got 257 Dodge Dynasties to choose from. You know, and we got 22 acres of cars. Come see us. You know, and, and we got payments at whatever. And he's promoting the whole thing. And they got balloons flying. And he's out there, even if it's blowing snow and balloons, you know, bouncing around. He's out there live, like we're right now. We're selling cars right now, you know, come down and see us right now. And so it was, you created that sort of urgency and that, that Mm -hmm. frenzy. And so I think this is the part of the marketing story that I think, I just don't really see anybody. I don't see any businesses really doing this. I mean, uh, because I would recognize it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and so these guys continue to Mm -hmm. now enter evil Knievel somewhere (laughs) around 1990, Uh um, Lynn Hickey Dodge met evil Knievel. And so now suddenly the live TV commercial started to include Evil Knievel. Folks, join us Saturday. We're going to blow up a car right here on the lot at Lynn Hickey Dodge. And they did. They blew up a car. So, so Lynn Hickey Dodge, Evil Knievel in a Dodge conversion van, hoisted up in the air. About I remember that. The, that that's yeah. the one that I remember from the news. Yeah. Yeah. So they're hoisted up in the air, live TV. 
They've got, you know, microphones and cameras mm-hmm. up in this conversion van. They are drunk as skunks, I re- yeah, live I TV, <laughs> and just telling yeah. stories and slurring their words and come see us and come buy a car. We're going to blow up a car. And, and they did. It was just, it was just a crazy That's, atmosphere. So I, I, I didn't live in Utah at the time, actually. I lived in Seattle. Oh. And so it, it got all the way to Seattle news. Yeah. And I yeah. would try, um, if anybody's got, if anybody listening has got information on this or can find something that I haven't been able to find over the years here and there, when talking to a dealer, I will try to find some stuff on Google. There's just almost nothing out there. Really on, yeah, yeah. So there, there are a couple little stories, but keep in mind, you know, the, the Chrysler corporation sent somebody out to award Lynn Hickey with this, you know, they actually have like a bust, almost like a big, you know, marble kind of bust that you would see at a, you know, museum or whatever. They boarded him with this bust of, you know, sales record. And and I'll bet, last I knew, that sales record still never stood. Been, yeah. Never been broken. 2,200 cars in a single location. This was in the summer, you know, somewhere in the early 90s, I think. Because, again, I worked with some people. Uh, I'm trying to think of Bill's last name. I worked with a salesperson named Bill who worked over there, and he was the one who told all the stories, you know, from inside about how they did what they did. But there, there were crazy stories about how, and, and this was not a, a you know, one-off kind of story. It happened all the time that people would have to just call the police to get their trade back. Like they drove in in a car that was going to be their trade. And they're working a deal and they're ready to leave and they cannot okay, give anybody so, their keys back. So we, we need to get to a moral of the story because we're not, in, we're not encouraging dealers to go out there and try to sell 2,200 cars in a month. Cause I mean, I'm sure that all of you, your heads are exploding thinking, Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Honey, I'm not ready to get to the moral. There's oh, way more. Oh, to wait. Tell. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, there's, there, there is a lot to tell around that, but, I think what you can see is that again, we're not we're not suggesting that every little small business would be a Lynn Hickey Dodge, or that any buy here payer dealership wants to be even a mm-hmm. Lynn Hickey Dodge. But what you can learn from that story is that the way that they promoted their business, they stepped out of the comfort zone. They yes. stepped. They clearly went beyond what was the norm, you know, in in the way that they promoted a business, and so when you just talk about getting noticed now, again, um, Lynn Hickey must've been a fairly wealthy person to own 22 acres in the middle of Oklahoma city to begin with and be able to buy all those ads and buy all those cars. I mean, must've started out with some wealth, but beyond that, they, that, that alone wouldn't have helped them create what they created because clearly the difference for them was stepping out from a marketing standpoint and being different and being doing it fearlessly, being brave and fearless enough to do mm-hmm. it differently. You're going to get, and so they definitely got noticed and they created that urgency, right? That's mm-hmm. the part that I think is we, we we're not effective enough. So much of what I see on, on advertising, especially in the car industry is kind of just that almost white noise. It just all sounds the same. Everybody's mm-hmm. selling the same. They're all selling cars and they all got shiny cars mm-hmm. and look at our cars and, and they're just, it all kind of sounds the same. Mm-hmm. And so from a marketing standpoint, I'm just saying, this is the importance to me of the Lynn Hickey Dodge story. It's like, you know, go, go back and look and see what they did. You know, obviously there's a whole machine that they built, but the point is the, the what, where it started was with marketing and creating urgency about, if you're going to buy a car, you're going to want to buy it at Lynn Hickey Dodge and you're going to want to buy it now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
how do we create that level of urgency and action, you know, in, in what we do, you know, in our business. And so I think that's just an important thing to, to think about and how can we incorporate that and how can we sound different? Why, why are we afraid sometimes to step out there and be different? Um, I think it helps us get noticed and, and, you know, will you get it right the first time? Maybe not, but being different is, is totally okay. Especially mm-hmm. in advertising, right? Yeah. Be rise above the the racket that is kind of everyday noise and buy here, pay here. And understand too that uh, you know we've seen some buyer payer dealers be very successful with commercials, mm-hmm. but we live in an in an era that it is not hard to film something. Um, you know, I, I was joking around with uh, I forgot who it was with, but uh, Jim. I think it was Bill. Um, Jim has a phone. He got one of the new Samsung (laughs) and it has five cameras on the back of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to do something that's 3d, that's got, you know, whatever the cameras nowadays do film quality. And so, you know, it's not that hard to do something that's live or something that's well live Mm -hmm. or something that's recorded um, that you can put on, different social medias. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, TikTok is a big one. People, if you're not doing TikTok, get yourself a TikTok account mm-hmm. and start start doing some of that. Um, Instagram Reels, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube, you right. know, all of these different things. And then you can, you know, we've obviously have things like Facebook and, and all of that, but it's not hard mm-hmm. to, to create um, just the actual marketing piece anymore. It's just I, it's as we talk to some dealers, it's like, oh, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. And and I get that mm-hmm. if you're not used to that. I mean, a lot of people have this this really, really it's a real fear of speaking in public or whatever. This is not speaking in public. You don't have to be perfect. Just have some fun. And 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 one of the things we we teach our our clients, we've we've been working on this new product um, called uh branding or market and branding or branding and market development. My goodness, it is early. I haven't had enough coffee. And so part of one of the exercises that we are are having our client do is, is do little reels, do little videos, do little things that you're talking to the people and you're showing them the stuff. And, and it's just about that those first things that he, that he's throwing into a folder of practice doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be used, but it's getting them used to it. Right. And, and so, you know, it sounds like, oh my gosh, that's so hard. Little steps and it's, you know, do four or five a week where you're just kind of having some fun and, and then start, start throwing them out there. Yeah. And, uh, we met with someone this week in, um, in Utah who we hope to have join our team and we expect that'll happen. But in, in meeting with them, they're, they come from a marketing background. They've got a really great head for business overall, but the, certainly their strength and mm-hmm. their experience is heavily in marketing. And also before that broadcasting, like they worked in the TV business mm-hmm. and we used to talk about in the news business that they wanted, what were the three things? They wanted it to be real. They wanted it to be raw and relevant. Okay. Yeah. So again, that's news, but we can probably p- apply some of those same things to social media. So, you know, I'm all the time showing you, mm-hmm. um, that somebody in, 
you know, maybe they're on a farm in Iowa and they started getting out on TikTok and Facebook reels and whatever and telling their story about their life mm -hmm. in, you know, farm country, Iowa, and they've got 180,000 followers or something, uh -huh. you know, it's like, you know, you see that kind of stuff where people are creating their own content, they're building mm -hmm. an audience, they're getting noticed and there are lessons to be learned in that for all of us. And we, when we can make time to figure that out, what are they doing? Well, a lot of it is being real and raw. Mm -hmm. right yeah sometimes it's entertaining sometimes yeah. just fun but th th they were both in yeah. the case of lynn hickey dodge they were entertaining <laughs> you, you couldn't wait to see what kind of train wreck was uh -huh. coming next yeah and the other part of the story i gotta make sure we include not long after they awarded that trophy to um or that bust to lynn hickey out there i know that dodge also showed up and said you got to solve your service problem. You have outsold your service department. And, you know, if, if you want to keep your Dodge brand, you, you to got to solve their, the, the service thing. And so they actually <laughs> had their service department open 24 hours a day. Like they agreed to have their, their service department open. So when's the last time you heard about that? A car dealership having their, their service department open like that because they just couldn't keep up with the service, you know, demands of having that many cars on the road. And there's a finance piece of this too. Lynn Higgy also created their own finance company because they had so many customers that couldn't qualify credit wise. And so they created their own finance company. So and it was started one of the early or one of the eighties yeah. buy here, pay here kind of. Yeah. Yeah. kind of deals i think it was called dakota <laughs> finance somebody can yeah. tell me if they're listening can tell me whether that but i want to say that was the name but they they started their own thing to try to do financing for all these deals that they were missing mm -hmm. out. it's bound to be part of how they reach 2200 sales you know probably but um but you get the idea it's like it's um there's there's just a lesson to be learned in that and i think the real lesson is kind of you know being a little bit fearless stepping outside of our comfort zone mm -hmm. uh being prepared to go out there and look a little different yeah. And, and get noticed in the course of doing that. And well, just so, stepping out of your comfort zone, I think is like, uh, that's a huge step for sure. a lot of, a lot of dealers. Um, I wanted to, to kind of circle back to, you know, there's one thing about creating content so that you're, you're being seen mm -hmm. and, and doing those kind of commercial things. If you want to create urgencies, there's, you know, if, if you're, Hey, it's a holiday weekend, it's a whatever, um, you know, you can create those short commercials throw them out everything everywhere on Facebook and say, Hey, we've got, um, whatever food truck out here today and, um, come on out and grab a hot dog on us. And, right. and if you come out today, we're going to give you a voucher for X mm -hmm. amount of dollars off of whatever, or sure. something along that lines. But it's like, today is the day. Yeah. People, come on out, come, come and join us. Grab a grab a, a hot dog or a, a burrito or right. something like that. Bring the kids. We're going to have a, even if you like, we're going to have a bounce house. How, how, how expensive is a bounce house right. anymore? Right. Not very expensive at all um, to rent for the day. No, Whatever. the expensive just, part and, is the business liability. And, so. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> but I mean, but the point is, is that when you, um, especially when you can advertise something like uh, there's plenty of food trucks out there looking for a place to park themselves during certain hours mm -hmm. of the day, you put up the flags, come get a da 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. And then even people that are not seeing you, on social media are seeing you from the street. And this is something very different than just a relining of cars. Right. This is like, there's an event and there's a level of fear of missing out yeah. that happens to everyone. When you see, it's like when you're driving down the road and you see the fair, you know, you see something that's different. It's like, Oh, I want to go there. Yeah. And so, you know, creating that, 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 um, you know, some kind of like an event as well on your dealership that has some, you know, 
curb appeal. Yeah. And I would say, you know, we all have the platforms. I mean, most of us have a Facebook account, you know, it's easy mm -hmm. enough to get to YouTube, which the point there is you can also go live and maybe oh, you don't yeah. start there. But, you know, here Michelle and I are broadcasting live across four platforms this morning. Um, and so it's it's possible and we've got less than two thousand dollars invested yeah. in all of our equipment but but still you could do it with a cell phone even and, like you and we could do camera as well if we wanted to yeah we're just not just, ready for that so, ready. Yeah. and you're not ready for that <laughs> our listeners and audience you're you're not ready so we uh we so we we bought bottom line is if you're a car dealer or any other kind of business yeah. you can go live you just obviously need to have something that's relevant and entertaining and uh, and so you're you can totally go there if you're just comfortable doing yeah. we meet a lot of people who are not comfortable doing what we're doing as an example uh -huh. um but but that's kind of the point is you can, if you step out there you can create this audience and and that can be part of yeah. your marketing strategy we will talk in future episodes about the whole marketing strategy that michelle and i have kind of created and we've just recently you know constructed in the form of a course um, and we don't talk about the Linicky thing like in, no, in that it's extreme. Not it's more yeah. about, you know, how to tell your own story and first write your own story, you know, mm -hmm. and all these kind of things and and then how to go forward and tell that. So and we're gonna actually um, which is a really great segue. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to be speaking at TIADA. And we're going to be going into this a little bit more yeah. um, at a very uh, applicable level for all of the dealers out there. So if it's, you know, something that that uh, that you like telling your story and 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 stepping forward fearlessly as well. But if uh, besides that, if you know, if this is something that appeals to you and you'd like a little bit of help in mm -hmm. getting started, right. <laughs> it's like, where do I start? What? I, feel free to reach out to us um it's been it's really really uh it's been beautiful as we've done this broadcasting that you know the day of needing to have a crew mm -hmm. needing to have a lot of money behind mm -hmm. you to be able to be live to mm -hmm. be on television to be on radio to all of that kind of stuff that the entry level is so low now yeah. and and people you know, you get to have a voice right. really, really easily now. Mm -hmm. And so there are, there are a lot of, um, there is a lot of stuff that we could, we could, if you're interested in, in getting involved in doing stuff like that, mm -hmm. then, you know, give us a, give us a holler. We'd be happy to, right. to point you in the right direction. And, um, and that, uh, uh, branding and market development course, I think that we'll have that probably ready pretty close to TIADA. Right. So we might be able to speak to it a little bit more, but um, it was, it was pretty cool to the person that we've got working in there. We, um, it's just been really neat to watch uh, a shift. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So again, for those of you are listening live or you'll find this broadcast record, if you know anything, if you have any history or can find anything about the Lynn Hickey Dodge story, oh, anything yeah. to add there, please throw that out there. Some videos, the crazy yeah. YouTube stuff. I'll oh try to gosh. find those myself. And Somebody, throw them in everybody has stuff, you know, yeah. that they've, they've recorded. It's like, Oh, I have that. And yeah. it might be something from their, their beast or their camcord. Remember? Yeah, your voice, it's like, of course. yeah whatever. Yeah. So if, if you got something like that, we would yeah. love to see it because yeah. he was nuts. Like again, Oklahoma City, Seattle, Washington. Yeah. We saw it on the news. Yeah. And most of us heard about the Cal, go see Cal guy out of California. Oh, yeah. Like they were, they were a thing like that as well. So yeah, but I just happened to live 
in Oklahoma, watched the firsthand, you know, saw the saw the TV spots or the, you know, the, the infomercial style mm-hmm. um, commercials and uh, just watched what they created, you know, in, in something massive in a matter of yeah. short period of time. So, again, it's just a it's a marketing um, lesson to be learned. So. Yeah. And by the way, Michelle was talking about my camera with, or my phone with multiple cameras. All I did was I walked into the local, you know, uh, phone store, my my uh, self provider, and I said, "I just, I need a phone that has more cameras than my wife's iPhone. That's all I'm interested in. Whatever you got, that's I, got I haven't phone. upgraded mine yet, so I'm sure the moment yeah. that I do, it'll be like, oh, there are six. Right. Um, because <laughs> uh, we and those of you who know us know that we are a mixed family. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an Apple. I'm Mac PC. Yeah. Android. Um, and so we we take every opportunity to point mm-hmm. out the faults of the yeah. other. Yeah. Um, hmm. and oh, your phone won't done. do that. Uh, well, oh, that's, that's too bad. bad. That's yeah. <laughs> Much look at look at how I do this with the stylus. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, again, T I A D A is happening. Um, at, towards the end of the month i think we've got 24th just like, is sunday it starts yeah it's like two weeks right. um they still you can go ahead and register for that uh i know the room blocks there at the kalahari are are booked but um anyone from any state uh is welcome to come and join them this is this is uh, this conference is known as one of the best for uh, buy here, pay here education because they're like really heavy on buy here, pay here dealers in the state of, of Texas. So right. um, if you are coming and have, and well, if we know you or if we don't know you, come up and, and introduce yourself. Cause yeah. like I said, we'll be there uh, speaking on the Monday uh, on business planning. And then Jim is gonna be moderating a dealer panel with some really fantastic yeah. dealers Looking forward to in that. The, all across the, the country. Um, I got to yeah, say a quick Tuesday. hello to Michael Gray. I see that Michael Gray tuned yeah. in. Michael, I'm glad to uh, have you in here. I hope you were able to stay in and hear the the nonsense of the uh, <laughs> the Lynn Hickey Dodge story. And I hope yeah. you can understand how that ties to, to what you do in the marketing world. Right so, on. Cool. Right on. So um, have yourself a great weekend. We're really glad that you joined us. And, um, you know, again, if there's if there's ever anything that we can help you with, we do implementation and planning and all of those kind of things. And we know, like we've said before, is that we we're always out there teaching and we do it freely because mm-hmm. we just we feel like, you know, all ships rise. Everyone's going to be improved by learning things. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we help you put together all the pieces right. and we help you implement the pieces. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything we can do to help you right. in that, please don't hesitate to call and uh, or reach out to us and hope that you have a fantastic weekend. And we will talk to you all on Monday. Have a good weekend.